and welcome to this week's episode of Honda's Playground. And uh, John, I'm going to jump back into the same topic we were yep. just talking about because um, uh, I wanted to chat with you on the bigger concept of world building, being that yeah. we're doing that uh, fairly at the early stages still. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, you made a you made a realization, and yeah. I think it's actually a very important one because when you have multiple projects and multiple stories, you kind of you you notice a couple things. You notice yeah. one trends, so things that you like just subconsciously do like things that you just keep coming back to Mm -hmm. and i'll I'll talk about some of mine a little bit later but then like you also notice that when you're trying something different or maybe not intentionally but you are doing something different it kind of just comes up so um let's share let's share what what kind of stuff have we discovered so i working on this new character uh clarence or lance depending on what you want to call him um i have come to the realization that he is vastly different than the characters I was just writing in the right and past we were just working on. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't, Clarence doesn't talk like he does, but he, it's, he, it's not a lot. Whereas as I was saying, Zath and Charles, their setup in the first week prompts, the very first week chapter one was two friends on patrol. And so that's how I set them up, was two friends who just rambled to each other. And they kept that pretty much throughout the... Zath does reel it in a little bit, but he's still pretty blah, 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 blah. Right? And now I, I didn't... And I didn't realize it, but Clarence is just so vastly different. And it wasn't until I finished this last chapter that I went, there's two lines of dialogue in that whole chapter. I don't do that. And it's not even good dialogue. It's an exchange of hellos. It's almost like you're uh, intentionally, probably not, but intentionally doing the, uh, the, the, the writing workshop no-no, which is just, do you write, hey, hey, like, and, and start the conversation kind of like that. Yeah. But maybe, maybe we do uh, for this particular exchange. Yeah. It's, it's, um, no, I, I, I picked up right away that it's a different character, but I, thing is is that when you when you start writing lots of different stuff that's important because you mm-hmm. don't want to have like zap again <laughs> yeah typeset your your characters to always be mm-hmm. the same archetype right yeah so uh and the thing is like they, they can have a lot of like qualities that overlap like that's that yeah. that that is a thing that just happens like guilty as charged love the anti-hero so like qualities that overlap a lot yeah. of stories do that for that, that yeah. i've written right yeah but they always have something very unique about them, too. Mm-hmm. Example, if I think back to, like, Octavia as an example, scared of fire. Like, mm. crazy, deathly scared of fire. Yeah. Right? Move to um, move to uh, Urban Heroes, right? Callista just has a really hard time expressing feelings. Yeah. Like, extremely hard time. Yeah. Even though she has them, but she just doesn't do anything with them. No. But then yeah. the, op- the opposite problem happens with Wallflower, because she expresses too much. Yes, I would right. agree with that. She's right. very, I feel this and you need to know. And it's like, okay, why? <laughs> but, but that's the thing. It's like each each character you do, like, and if you look at all the characters, you could probably put them in that same category. Like they are very similar in some ways, but also very different mm-hmm. in some ways too. And so what, what, at least my observation is here, is that you have that between, if we're just talking about the, the characters that you mentioned, right? Mm-hmm. They all have this very similar theme of needing to figure things out yes. in some way, shape, or form, right? Whether it's figuring themselves out 
or figuring a situation out or maybe just like soul searching for themselves, like mm-hmm. the figuring something out. Like that's yeah. the similarity I would say thematically, whether you intended or not, I don't know. I think but, that's representative of my life. Right, trying enough, to right? figure things out. So write what you know. <laughs> right. And so like, yeah, so like they're, they're all trying to figure it out. But like when you go deeper into the characters, they are very different. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you go back to therapeutic smoke, you know, it's a quite literally a teenage girl in a horrible situation. Like yes. that's, that's, what it is right and and she reacts to the world in that way right versus having you know charles and zath also if you separate those two characters i don't want to lump them in together because they are different characters <laughs> yes, but like but... If, you, if you separate them right is the same thing they're both figuring things out but they're figuring things out in different ways charles in the more like reactionary this thing happened to him and so he's he's basically making the best of the situation and like going with it mm-hmm. and kind of maintains a fair bit of his humor uh, throughout throughout the majority of it, not not all the time, but you know keeps us here for the most part. Yeah. And then you have you know Zath who makes this he spirals a little, yeah. uh, and and that's that's the difference between his characters. His growth is a lot more. I need to direct the free fall, yeah. So I do not, so I don't hit hit the, the rocks log. on the way down, yeah. right? Um, stuff like as that. Little damage as possible on my way down. <laughs> And the thing is with Lance right now, like, uh, I haven't seen enough of him yet to figure out, like, I mean, I have an idea, but, like, to figure out completely what his thing is yet. Yeah. Um, but I can just see forming. So this, the seeds have been planted, if yeah. you will, mm-hmm. of a little bit of a change in the character, right? But that's, it's it's something to take into account is that, yes, when you do multiple projects, you do things, thematically, there are things that you just do. Yeah. Whether it's reflective of how, where you are in your life now, or maybe... Yeah something that is just a super interest for you mm-hmm. there. Like it's there, but you will have some similarities. Yeah. Like I ha- actually, it was Kella that had to point out to me with my books yeah. that I almost never have a, well, actually I never, now that I think about it, <laughs> have a present mother in the stories. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Think about that for a sec. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm like, there's, there's fathers. Yep. There is no mother. No, and that's not something I intentionally did. No, it's just but something that's, that's, that I never noticed that until just now. That's subconsciously like a happened. light bulb thing, right? It's 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 that it's that um, how I met your mother joke where the where the glass shatters. You always hear the glass shatter when the illusion breaks. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Is yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> right, uh, and so like when I when I do end up finishing um, Arcadian Towers, that's the. Mm-hmm. The next one that I'm that I'm working on, right, is that the main character is a mother. Oh, okay. Right, Very like so again, difference, different because it was brought up to me, and I was just like, oh yeah, <laughs> like I, you know, kind of things, right? Yeah. But again, just things that you just don't realize until someone brings it up, and I'm sure that once once you complete more things, there'll be something I'll be like, hey, John, did you notice? Right, and well, I've you know. noticed when I think of fun things, like just a, a like a fun chapter, I had to avoid it with this last one. I I have a bad tendency of sending my characters to a bakery. Because I like bakeries. I have a really bad tendency to do that. So this one, I was like, I'm not sending them to a bakery. <laughs> because I already brought up a bakery in the first chapter. <laughs> you did. You did. I was just thinking about that. And went, yeah, like we, we had a we had a mention of a, of a, of a, of a little goodie and, yeah, uh, I, I, and stuff. I like bakeries and it's just something that's in me that I, I, I and when I think of bakeries, I think of the bakery I went to when I was in Prague, the one that was mm-hmm. down the street mm. from the apartment that we were like, my God, best bakery I have ever been to be completely fair with you. 
I'm, I'm ready for the skewers in the comment section if they're in. <laughs> I believe European bakers are on a different level. Oh, yeah. The North American oh, bakeries. Yeah. Like, I, I, because, like, yeah. you know, I've got some bakeries around here and, like, I'll go in and don't get me wrong, like, but the first thing that hits me, and I don't know if it's the same thing with you, when I walk into a, any North American bakery, the sugar. Mm. It smells sweet. Mm. Now, you can still smell, like, the cookies and the, the cupcakes and the, the baked goods, right? But yeah. it smells very sweet. Yeah. When yeah. you come in, right? Versus, I'm thinking about, um, in Paris, mm-hmm. just walking into boulangerie and then like going inside, and the first thing I smell is not, not no. sugar. It's yeast. It's bread and, it's and bread, rising right? bread. Yeah, right. And and you smell it. You can. It's kind of like the cheese shops where you know you're on a block with one, except for it smells good, not terrible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, and and that's the thing, right? So like again, sorry, folks, if you got a North American baker that you love and love, uh, the, and you're, uh, right. Yeah. But I just, just my personal experience is that they're, they are not on par. No, they are not. European bakeries are our next level. And that's what I think of. And that's what I try to capture every time I write that scene. I just. I also find <laughs> that's fair. I also find <laughs> just on a, on a complete side note, um, when you think bakery here, you think cake. Mm-hmm. I like that. that. That's something that I see a lot. Like it's, it's a cake shop. It's a bakery is a cake shop. Right. Yeah. Um, whereas definitely. Again, I, I I spent spent some time in France, you know, going yeah. to different different street vendors, street bakers, whatever. And um, basically, I did not really see any cakes. I saw pastries, yeah, and and I saw bread, right? Like these are these are the two things there. So it's it just maybe it's a different product. The I don't bakery know. in in Prague was our breakfast place. Mm, that yes. that is where we went every morning, and we got the fresh out of the oven croissants with like ham and cheese or. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Because no, no, well, nothing was, beats the freshly baked. No, and it breakfast. was amazing. Yeah. And it was funny. This is a weird side story. But beside the bakery, we tried beside the bakery first. Beside the bakery was a KFC. And we went, yeah, we know KFC because it was my mom and I. And we went, yeah, yeah, KFC, we know what that tastes like. Was, yeah. And we went in and we didn't finish. <laughs> And we walked out, and we were still hungry, and it, we just smelt the bakery. And I was like, well, let's go see what's in here. And then that was it. After that day, every day, it was bakery. Second side note, if you haven't been to a different continent and tried the fast food, they are different. different. Whatever you think a McDonald's tastes like in your country, go to it, a different country different. and try it there. It's different, right? It's different. Um, and yeah. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> that's that's kind of that. So... But that's like, and I and I've realized that that that's my trope that I fall into is a bakery. Is the bakery? Because just I love bakeries. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, European I, bakeries, as we said. <laughs> I, I think I think when I write, what happens is I get impatient, mm. uh, and if I think if I think the story is lulling, it might not be, but like mm. if I think it is, yeah, right, then I'm like, we need to ramp up the action now. Like, like now it yeah. needs to happen now. Right. Yeah. And you can probably tell if you read any of my stories where that point was, where I was just like, oh, this is going too slow yeah. now. <laughs> right. And then it, we start running, uh, if you will. It's, and, it's funny you mentioned that, though, because I have to say I did the opposite thing with this chapter. Mm, yeah, we didn't run. Because I was really... I I just really was struggling getting a grasp on this. And I think it's because... I still was in 
and novel mind. And I was like, what's his drive? What's his goal? Like, what is, what is, what am I trying to accomplish this chapter? And I was really tired, uh, probably Tuesday. And I, so I went and laid down. I was just drifting off to have my nap because I'm sleepy John. And a thought went in my, just kind of like fleeting through my brain. And it was like a voice that went, you know, you're at the beginning. He doesn't have to do anything. And you get away with it because it's the beginning of the book. And I went, oh, yeah. Why but, am but I making this so hard on myself? Well, the other the other thing to think about is is that how long did it take to establish the proper conflict, like like straight yeah. up conflict in the previous project? Like think That's, about that for a moment. We were right? in summer by the time, yeah, that really started. Like we, we we at least I'm very certain we at least had five turns yeah. before before like it really emerged, like yeah. actually clashed and emerged in a prominent way. Yeah. And then from there it started doing this, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, with, with, the, with the plot, right? So like right now we're still <laughs> in that first wave. We haven't done that yet, right? Mm -hmm. And so... I think we're about to though. We're getting there. We're getting there for sure. For sure. I'll I, basically, I, I, I'll, I'll write my reveal on what yeah. is happening in the next mm -hmm. chapter and then... <laughs> and then yeah. basically you decide how to respond to that, mm -hmm. right? Um, I, I, like like I said, I don't think our characters meet in a in a formal sort of way at this point, but oh. maybe maybe at least kind of a a recognition of each other's existence. And that's kind of what I think the first yeah. meeting of these two characters should be. Just yeah. a a bump in, a very small back and forth three or four words between the both of them <laughs> and then they walk away and then later have their big come that's kind of yeah. how i think this should go and yeah got, i feel organic to that like that's yeah my 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 idea my thought process is a very brief meeting or brief recognition that's it yeah and then afterwards my character going oh this guy i've seen him before where, where did i see him before like you know kind of like yeah. a brief fleeting um, recognition, if you will, of that's there was something was earlier. Thinking. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking. I my worry was is because I was thinking about trying to put it in last chapter, and then I went, but I don't want to end the chapter on the meeting because I feel that's romance trope, and that's not where we're going with this. <laughs> it's a uh, sorry, guys. When eventually when this comes out, uh, John and I were very clear on the romance dynamics at the beginning. Like we were like, this is this is this is where it's going because I mean. I feel like it's it's fairly common knowledge. I um, I don't deem romance subplots mandatory in yeah. stories. I know that some people read for this, like they they live to read uh, yeah. the romance or or whatnot. It's just not it's not my jam. Yeah. So at the very least, I think probably the closest I had to a and I'm air quoting <laughs> romancey yeah. uh, kind of thing probably comes in urban heroes. Yeah. Um, but like realistically, it's that's not a romance. Like it, it's not, right? Um, there was a little bit of like, it, but it was past romance. Yes, it, yeah. in, in in Violent Skies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you didn't see them together, but there was a romance, and it's yes. mentioned and talked about. However, at current, it's toxic and not good. <laughs> yes, well, and, but that's the thing, right? Is that you know, I mean. <laughs> I just, uh, yeah, it's just not my jam. It's just not my jam. 
<laughs> right? It's all good. Um, and, and I just, I, you know, when if I am to write, and, and spoilers, there is an idea for a subplot uh, in this one, which is not something I regularly do, right? Yeah. But I like portraying these things in a more realistic light. And the truth of the matter is, is that it's not all sunshine, rainbows, and yeah, rants off into the sunset because life is perfect. Yeah, um, you have you can have yeah. a honeymoon phase, but that ends, and it yes, yeah, and right? I feel and, a lot of things don't explore what comes after. Right, all Disney movie ends on then they lived happily ever after, and I'm like, no, 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 no. That's the honeymoon phase. And we'd watched the honeymoon phase. What comes after this? What comes after the credits roll? Because what? <laughs> I always find it very interesting. Uh, I've noticed in the last 10 to 15 years, movies kind of did this thing where um, the first movie, if there was one, had, yeah, yeah the happiest so or the happy for now ending, you know, where yeah. everything was good. And then if there was a sequel, or tie-in, or spin-off, whatever. They do a bit of a time skip, and they be like, and this is life now. And it yeah. ends up being a little bit more mundane-ish, mm-hmm. or at least at the beginning. And then the second movie seems to be about, like, finding the spark again, or something in that vein, yeah. if you will. Again, it's an interesting way to do it. Um, but that just kind of gives you an idea of the the where a lot of movies will cut it, right? At the, okay, we're good. Everything's yeah. good? Okay. Cut. We're done. We're done. And we're not right. talking about it anymore. They're happy. Leave it alone. Don't poke the bear. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, because the truth of the matter is, is that even the, the best, uh, most well-suited couples, if you will, have their things. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I, I think I was talking to a friend of mine uh, where, where it was just mentioned that, like, if you don't have moments where you want to kill your partner, like, you think about it, you're just like, hmm? That it's not love. There, well, that's there's a stand-up <laughs> comedian who says that exact. It's it's I I love it. And I quote it all the time. He goes, "If you don't look at your significant other while they're asleep, and just and just stare at them and think, I could just put a pillow over their face and just, <laughs> you're not in love." There you go. There <laughs> I, was, you go. I just they've think survived. that's hilarious. They've, <laughs> yeah. su- they've survived another day. Yeah. See how it works. But yeah, I mean. Um, to bring it back to our world building here, mm-hmm. um, I actually want to bounce an idea or thought process off okay. on you because I will do this live uh, just just to to see to see where we are in the moment. Okay, uh, I bounce an idea off you of a holiday event. A holiday event in okay. in the story. In the story, as, okay. as in like it just mentions something, whether it's Halloween or okay. uh, or holiday christmas hanukkah whatever like there's yeah. the season right or bali or um okay. lunar new year like just things that uh, an event holiday event um because i personally have not written around such an event like such a a season or whatnot before okay um i'm gonna process. interrupt you here mm-hmm. and 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 say um just because we if we change it and write it around Christmas time, it doesn't make it oh, a no, Christmas no, no, no. movie. Oh, no, 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 for sure. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a diehard thing. I'm no, 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 no,
So well, it's, we it's, can do and, the Harry Potter thing where it covers yes. a whole season of school. So there is a Christmas in every movie. There is a Christmas. There's season. a Christmas. Yeah. There's right. Right. There's all and, these and, things that happen. And so, like, I've talked to some writers about this, like, you know, just their thought process on including, like, oh, we are in March, so is Easter a thing in this world, or that season, or, hey, we're in October, we're in Canada, sorry, Americans, uh, <laughs> and, and so Thanksgiving is a thing, yeah. is that a thing, right, or um, moving into, oh, you know, we're we're in the beginning of the year, so mm-hmm. are we doing the Lunar New Year, or at least acknowledging that it's happening in the background, like away from the story, right? Yeah. And so, and some people uh, are very much a no, like on on not wanting to acknowledge that that or, uh, and they kind of lumped it together in that or world events, mm, right? Yeah. If if it right that kind of stuff. Like these are the two things that they just don't want in their stories. Yeah. Right. So I'm curious about your opinion on it. I mean, I'm I'm indifferent for the most part. It's just I realize something I haven't done before, um, but. And yes, I, I agree with you. Just because it's set around Christmas, it's not a Christmas movie. Like I got you, I got you. <laughs> I, I will always, I will always fight that because I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. Anyways, <laughs> um, I, I'm not opposed to putting in holidays, or I just, I wouldn't make it as you said a focal point. I, 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 if it's organic to the story, like I've never, I've never done it either. I think back of what I've written and I always just kind of never think, but because my stories are at least least what I think are about just life and what, and they just never happen to take place during a holiday. But I agree with you. This one does feel like it can jump in a time span. Um, and yeah, we could, in theory. It doesn't I, even have to be a real holiday. It could be a completely made-up holiday. Well, that's holiday. the thing, is that <laughs> we're, we're on a, a fictional island, so we could yep. have a fictional holiday for the fictional island. We could have... right, I, And I do think, because of who we established built in, I do think Easter is a thing. I do think Christmas is a thing. Um, based on the time frame and who's in charge lunar new year maybe not so much mm, yeah, exactly right it was just looking at every um every little subsector of a city mm-hmm. has you know a little bit of a, like a concentrated asian population or concentrated yeah. um portuguese population or whatever like yeah. that's around yeah. the, the area right and so it makes sense that it would be a big deal in those different sectors, those different areas. things, right? Different yeah. things, right? Mm-hmm. You know, anyway, just a fleeting thought yeah. in my head as I was thinking about it. Cause as you mentioned before earlier, is like, I realized, ah, this is a very different character. And I'm like, well, I realized that a lot of things here are, are going to be based on the plan that we wrote up are going to be firsts mm-hmm. uh, or different things uh, for both of us. And then what yeah. we've written before. Right. So yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Again, no. cause we're, I try to avoid that falling into your, well, another scary is, story. Is when it comes right down to it. I really do did enjoy writing that last chapter with no dialogue. I mm-hmm. when I finished it, I looked at it and I went, "That that doesn't look like my writing." <laughs> it, was, it, was, it had it had some ironic parts in it too. I just looked at it and I was like, "Okay, okay." <laughs> I, I I wanted to establish more about Lance, and I think. I focused big on just one trait, but I wanted to because of the irony. 
Sure. It's, but it's also a very telling trait, mm. right? Something like that. Uh, again, no spoilers, folks. Sorry. Um, but something like that tells you a lot about how he sees things, how he processes information, his um, temperament, if you will, uh, yeah. depending on how things are. Also, I saw a little bit of introverted exhaustion, which I don't think I've seen in mm. any of your characters up to this point, really. Um, I'll have to of, ask you to point that out when the recording's done because I'm yeah, I, yeah. I'm like ooh interesting because it, yeah, it's yeah. one of those things I didn't even realize I've done yeah, it, uh, yeah. <laughs> as I do so I'll pull, pull it up so I got it in, at the ready <laughs> to show you but yeah just like in, yeah introverted exhaustion I feel mm -hmm. like is what what I'm going to describe that as I I, I think um, that's fair I yeah right but it's just a very different character um you know you you realistically uh your characters tend to be either in the middle spectrum mm. which is equal parts intro and extroverted so i guess an ambivert i guess would be a better way to put that or straight up extroverted like they're pretty loud well and in, that's in that's just it that's what i was saying right zath and charles are the extroverts leah is the middle because she talks and she she can run her mouth as far as a, she's <laughs> she doesn't back down from a fight so <laughs> at that point you're not introverted <laughs> no well and that's the thing right that's um, what i said you're right in the middle point yeah there. but i i i do think lance is yeah very introverted and that's why i just thought i was like i said there was that kind of look at step back pride and wow that looks very different because i'm thinking about the last few chapters of the writing pass and it's dialogue 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 description dialogue 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 <laughs> But, but, but then, and that's and that's the thing, right? Is when you look at when you look at different writing styles, and this mm -hmm. is this is what is we do have different writing styles, and we do have mm -hmm. different blends, right? Um, I would venture in some instances we are feeding off of each other a little bit because we're reading, like we're reading and then writing and then reading and then writing, right? So um, I, I would that, say Clarence's writing is is closer to your writing style because mm -hmm. it has more of that. I'm, because I've been working with you so much in the past year, especially, I, I feel I'm able to mirror that a little better than I mm -hmm. previously have been. And it does create a fun air around Lance. Yes. No, it, re it really does. Because, like, if I... If I just go back to, like, chapter one... Uh, chapter two, sorry, because I, I wrote chapter one. <laughs> you started, one. yeah. <laughs> I wrote chapter one. Um, chapter two is... That's probably more i'm just doing a quick skim here yeah more interior monologue yeah and observation than i think i've seen you write for for a first person narrative character in mm -hmm. in a while if if not ever yeah um yeah like even if you, if you just even go back to your first your first chapter on this one yeah you have long blocks of exposition exposition then Little little dialogue, little dialogue, yeah. right? And then, right? Uh, so anyway, just observations, right? So, yeah, you know, like cool. like like with anything that you do, uh, the more you're around certain people or certain things or certain traits, you kind of start taking them on a bit, mm. right? So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I'm interested because this world is, is, is very interesting to me at the very least. Yeah, it's, and I, I'm interested to see how it morphs. <laughs> Because it is going to morph. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. It, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. I got I got nothing else to, to really go with on that. 
it's 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 a fun change and it's it's making things different even though I didn't realize it. I What is that in the background? Like noise? Yeah. I uh, just hear I hear like chattering. I think I have loud neighbors. Ah. To okay. be fair with you. I was, <laughs> I, I I yeah. I was like, hmm. <laughs> that's very Connor's nice and silent over there, and I'm just uh, just yeah, chilling. Sometimes he'll pop out because he's like, "I'm alive, folks." <laughs> Have well, not when you were been... talking about trying to murder your spouse, I noticed he popped out. He's like, "Hi, I exist." <laughs> and that's exactly what his pro- his purpose was to be like, "I'm still good, thank you." But please <laughs> check back in periodically. <laughs> that may change. <laughs> if I disappear, ask Tiffany. <laughs> ask. <laughs> Yes, I guess. <laughs> well, Amanda and I always joke about that. She, like, she'll always look at me and be like, well, statistically, you are the most likely person to kill me. But, it, like, but it's true, though. It's, it's true. true. And I'm like, yeah, it, I'm not going to, but statistically, of anyone in the world to murder her, I am the most likely. Yes, yes. I'm not going uh, to. <laughs> Again, but just statistics. <laughs> yes, we'll go to end that this episode on. But anyways, <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty much where we're at. But uh, yeah, guys. So we're 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 plugging away here, and uh, I hate to say it, but at the time of this recording, we're almost done another year. Like yeah. things are things are going, and so you know it's been a it's been an interesting ride starting mm-hmm. out with Hey Tiff, want to do a thing, and then me going John. <laughs> Serious talk. Can you keep up with the thing? Like that. This is like yeah. real talk. This was important talk. Yeah. Right? No, it was. And then, and then from there, just finding the groove. That's an important thing. Is mm-hmm. finding the groove, the rhythm, right? And uh, we had know, very good. It dropped a couple times, but you know what? For for the majority of it, for I would say ninety percent of was we had a rhythm. And the biggest thing is is that um, if you're writing by yourself. Chances of you regaining that rhythm are actually quite a bit lower than if you're doing it with the person, or at yeah. least not without a, an accountability partner. Because I'm n- 100% not a dig at you, John, but I'm almost 100% certain that if we didn't have accountability partners, oh yeah, no, that that break would have those breaks would have been that, significantly that been, more. Yeah, yeah, no, I I agree, and I said it, and I've said it, and I've owned up to it. It's I really think that what helped me with that last project was having someone at the end of each week. Who's going, I don't care if it's crap. You give me over a thousand words. <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> right? And, it, it, you know, I can't say the thousand words I produced every week was gold. But I did it. And I am happy looking back going, we did it. And, and, and that's the thing, guys. Again, I've said it before: is your first draft is literally its goal is to get on the page. <laughs> yeah, like that's it, yeah. right? Um, good, bad, fantastic, horrible. It needs to. And go I, on I the page. think that's where another one of my big problems is: is I, I don't think I'm a perfectionist, but it turns out I am because if I think it's what I'm writing is garbage, it stops being about just getting it on the page, and I just stop because what's getting on the page in my mind is garbage. Therefore, it's not worth it. And I did run into that problem a few times in our last project. And 
but I just, I kept pushing through it. And I think that's what I need to now carry over into my solo projects is that mm -hmm. keep going, just get it done. Because you know what? If I just actually sat down and got it done, therapeutic smoke could be done by now. Mm -hmm. It is on me that it's not done. And I know that. <laughs> but it's all learning curve. Yeah. Right. It's I, literally just understanding how you write. Right. Mm -hmm. And understanding. And this is the other part. Having discipline. This yeah. is the hard part. Right? Yeah, that's the and hard go, part. And understanding that I can take a day. But I can't take two or three because mm -hmm. two or three becomes five, five becomes a week, a week becomes two. And then all of a sudden you're looking back going, I started that thing last year and I yeah. did not finish it, right? Yeah. Or however long it's been for, for therapeutic smoke. I even have a project that I look at and I was just, I, I stopped it and then moved on to something else. And I'm going, and I've gone back to it like, oh, yeah, I did. I just didn't, I, I, my groove transferred or moved yeah. on to something else. And now it's like, okay, I need to refine the groove for this yeah. project. Yeah, I, I can I, I can relate with that. Yeah. Right. So little things, right? But um, you know, step one is as hard as it is. This it's a marathon. Writing a mm -hmm. book's marathon. I've used yeah. that metaphor before, right? Is that you know, you get to that middle to two thirds mark, it gets rough. It mm -hmm. gets rough to the point where you're like, is this garbage? And then all of a sudden you start having that wheel going on. And you know, we know logically that we need to put words on the page, like we know. Yeah. But it becomes a struggle. It becomes like sitting here and even doing 50 words is rough. Yeah. Sitting here and doing this is rough. And that's where having that partner or someone yeah. to just, even if they're not writing with you, if you can be like, hey, can you just read this chapter or the last mm -hmm. bit and tell me if this is garbage? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, you know, go with that, go through that and whatnot. But it's important to have the right person to do that too. Because mm -hmm. if you have the wrong person, then it can just... You're very yeah. fragile at that moment. Yeah. You're very fragile in that yeah. writing for the creative process in that moment. So you have to find the right person to do that with, right? No, but I anyway, agree. it's 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 a little things. And you know what? Maybe this isn't the way you write. Yeah. You, the big you. Or maybe it's not the way I write or whatever. Maybe it's different things. But we need to learn. And the only way by learning is doing what our process is, how we feel about it, how we stop, how we mm -hmm. go, what's our discipline like, right? And then you can kind of go with it, right? Like if yeah. you had the knowledge of having finished this project and then you started Therapeutic Smoke, I think it would be a very different project, mm -hmm. right? Than that other way around scenario. Yeah. But because it is this way, you wouldn't have said, hey, Tiffany, well, that's I'm going to do this thing. Well, that's just it. Is I, I'm, I'm still bummed Therapeutic Smoke's not finished and I, that's, and I will mm -hmm. finish it, but I am happy that uh, I had that thought and I did that thing. And as I've said before, it was just a silly idea to get me back into writing because the pandemic stopped me. I didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. And I went, okay, I need to get back into this. Can you help me? And look what we made out of it. Like, yeah, I think that's pretty story. cool. So, you know, it was a silly idea that turned into, okay, no, this has traction. Mm-hmm. This this has potential. This this might be a fun little adventure. Let's see where this goes. <laughs> and then there was a finish. So, uh, yeah. so yeah. What what you're gonna see in the next little, little while, guys? A little bit of a restructuring on some of our shows a little bit, uh, just because. Uh, the, I don't know about John. The creative process. Mm -hmm. whew, I, I love it. I love yeah, it. It was yeah. it was a, that was a nice rush. And like the, uh, <sighs> I, I think I will think fondly of our our. Uh, 
post finishing uh, episode. <laughs> that just was, because that was fun. Because because it's 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 good to celebrate when you've run the marathon. Yeah. When you when you've spent almost a year. Yeah. Ten conceiving <laughs> an idea, conceiving an idea, and putting it on paper, mm-hmm. right? And so, um, you know, I'll, we'll get back more into that, uh, more vice projects too. Uh, just, just little short stories. It's been a while since I've personally written a short story. I've been doing a lot of long work in a bit, and so it's. I haven't uh, done a short story since I was in university. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to revisit. Yeah. Uh, just because it's a, it's it is a different medium, and again, as as you can go back into our library and listen to its pros and cons yeah. of having a continuously long project or yeah. a, a one-off short. Um, I have always been a fan of um, short projects. Stephen, if you listen to this, have always been a fan of short films and whatnot as yeah. well. Um, everything like that, skits and whatnot. So, you know, the different the different the different forms give a different thing. Uh, my brother actually just sent me the other day a nice article that uh, Netflix is doing a thing, which uh, I have done for a very long time, and that's why he showed it to me because it was interesting. Where they wrote, uh, or they have a show coming out. It's an anthology show, kind of. Okay. I want to say kind of is that it's one of those things where you can watch the episodes in any order and get a different ah. take on the story, which in my head, I was just like, that's how I write my books, right? Yeah. As you, as you, you know, can read them in any order and whatnot. Yeah. So I'm a little, a little interested uh, to take a look at that uh, when it neat. comes out. Um, just because... You'll have to let me know how that go- that is. Yeah. Yeah. I'll... I'll uh, I'll, I'll send it to you if yeah. I remember what it's called. It's like it's one of these like crime heist ones. Like so, oh, okay. you start with different characters, then obviously you view the heist a different way or whatever, right? Mm. So it'd be interesting to see. You know, I'll start on this one. You start over here or something, and then kind of see how yeah, how our neat. perceptions kind of go. But um, yeah, it just the formats and everything are are changing and shifting, and it's it's very exciting. Yeah. It's very exciting to see. But. Yeah. Um, Anyway, guys, uh, as we are coming actually to the end of 2022, that's right. <laughs> it's, 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 cra- it's craziness. Okay, as we're veering towards the end of it, um, just be excited for a few things. Okay, John and I will keep everyone apprised on this project as it will begin edits, mm-hmm. uh, form formal edits, and then about a about a week or so, yeah, we'll get into it and take a look. Okay, and then uh, it would be interesting, of course, we'll see if we can get some some beta readers that are potentially good with chatting about their their impressions mm. uh, as uh, you know uh, on on uh, on the show because I'm always interested because now, to be fair, mm-hmm. beta readers are not editors. No, okay. These are two different positions. Yes. Okay. But the beta readers are your first line of defense. They're yeah. The first ones that'll tell you, cause they represent the audience. They mm-hmm. represent the, the masses. Yeah. Right. They're the ones that will read and go. Eh. I liked or disliked <laughs> that. Yeah. That, 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 that was a little weird or that <laughs> didn't make sense. Right. Yeah. Um, and so they're, they're the ones that uh, be good to chat with. Yeah. Uh, on, on the project as well. So may, might hear some other voices, but anyway, We'll, we'll keep you apprised of all those things as we close out 2022. This is not the last episode of the year, but well, it's close. It's close. It's close. Well, it's we're, close. We're almost in December. I'm sure by the time this episode comes out, it is December, but... Yes, yes. We're nearly there at the time of recording, so... <laughs> yes, that's absolutely it. So anyway, guys, thank you for joining us on this week's episode as we just reminisce on what it's like to build a world again and little nuances that 
If you're a writer or just a creative, you might be someone that just likes too much cowbell in your songs. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. Can you have too much cowbell? I don't know. I, I need a, I need a musician know. to weigh in. Rain, uh, Rain Dance Maggie by Red Hot Chili Peppers has the cowbell, and it is amazing. <laughs> Things to think about, guys. But <laughs> anyway, I'll, uh, I'll leave John to give us a very colorful, lovely... Thoughtful. Well, you did already Outro. start, so because you did say thank you for joining us, and I will reiterate that by saying thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Pondo's Playground. Um, I like to quote Steven and say we love you because I think he started to trend, and that's fun. Uh, make sure to check out our Twitter handle, at MechaPandaPub. Uh, there's that, at Me- I'm, I'm really bad at this. Website, MechaPandaPublishing.com. <laughs> Um, and I think I'm going to quit while I'm ahead. Bye. All right. Bye. (laughs)